Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krakow, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 168 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are going to actually dive into my new book, Trying the Line. And what we're going to be doing over these next few weeks is just going through all of the chapters and giving you guys a little glimpse of what this book is about. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, where I'm at in this current season with each one of these chapters, a little bit about why I decided to write the book, why it's been on my heart, and um, give you guys some actionable steps so that you can start learning how to draw that line in your life so you can achieve more peace and have less burnout. Because I know all of us could use more peace and less burnout. I don't think we can argue with that. No matter where you're at, you could always use more of the first and less of the last. Um, So without further ado, let's dive in. So first of all, before we dive in, I wanted to let you guys know that we are still open to pre-orders. And when you pre-order the book and you forward your receipt to podcast at katecrocco.com, again, podcast at katecrocco.com, I am going to send you over a bunch of goodies, okay? You will get my course, Frosty Over Fear, absolutely free. You will also get a bunch of other really cool goodies, um, which I'll share more about if you send me an email. Pre-orders are the most important orders that an author can get for their book because pre-orders sort of show the stores and um, ordering platforms how popular this book is going to be. So for instance, if you want your book to be on shelves inside a Target store, rule of thumb is you need to have a minimum of 15,000 pre-orders, okay? That's insane. We'll just say my first book, I was nowhere even near that at all. It's, it's crazy how many books you need to sell and how difficult it can be to sell books as an author. I did not realize it. I just figured, yeah, like, all of your friends and your family and people you know, like, why wouldn't they just buy a book? They're, it's like something under 20 bucks. But I think what happens is people have all intentions of doing it because they want to support you and then they just forget and then they never buy a book. And then, yeah, it sort of can also make it really difficult for you if you want to ever publish more books in the future. Um, so this is actually just a little tip for those of you who want to write books. If your books... If you get a book contract with a publishing house and it does not sell well, it is very hard to ever get another another book deal again, either with them or with another publishing house. Um, and that's something that was really, really disappointing for me when my first book came out in 2020. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about that in this episode because we're going to be going over the opening chapter of the book. I just expected that 
because I have so many followers that I've, you know, I've had a following that I have been growing for nearly a decade now that I would sell a minimum of this number that I had in my head. Um, because again, it's, I've so, I've been able to sell $10,000 coaching packages, again, $10,000 coaching packages easily, but to sell a book, it's one of the hardest sales I've ever had to offer. It's just, it's wild how difficult it is to sell a book to someone. So if you have friends or family or people, you know, who have written books, do them a huge favor. And even if they've gifted you a book, just go and buy a book. Um, because again, it is all, all of those numbers are collected in a system and the different stores and ordering platforms, they will only stock your book um, if you've had a certain amount of sales and every single sale counts. And also then if you have purchased a book from someone that you know and you appreciate, if they've had free content that you've really gotten value from, post about it, tag them. Again, like people don't realize the ripple effect. All of the books that I've ever purchased, most, most of them, I'd say... 99% of them have come from a recommendation, something that I saw someone else post on social media. And then I've said, oh my God, that looks awesome. I need to get it myself. So please, it would mean the world to me if you have gotten any value from this podcast over the last almost five years that I've been running it, please go pre-order a book. Pretty please. Um, If you haven't gotten my other book, Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success, please pick up that one too. I have a workbook also that I self-published. Again, it is the biggest compliment that you can give an author is supporting them by purchasing one of their books. Right now, I'm just trying to think, yes, I'm pretty, yeah, it will still be available. If you buy the book at bakerbookhouse.com, you will, I think it's 40% off their offering. You get the book for, um, if you order it before March 28th. So just wanted to let you know. So what we're going to do today, again, we're going to talk about the opening chapter of this book, which is called building our foundation. And I just share a little bit about, um, sort of when I, where I was at, when this book started, where, this course of alignment just really started to click for me. And I realized how out of alignment I was. And I'm not going to share all this because I want you to go buy the book and read it. Um, But I really share my story of um, when, again, my first book launched, uh, Thinking Like a Boss, I almost called it Drawing the Line, Thinking Like a Boss. It was three weeks before the pandemic hit. Everything that I had worked so hard for, which felt like my entire life, because I literally had this dream of writing a book when I was in kindergarten. And I remember like making my own books and literally um, getting like cardboard and contact paper, cardboard, contact paper and rubber cement and gluing the pages in, like sewing the bindings, all that. I don't think I have any of my books left. My mom may have them somewhere in the attic. That dream of wanting to write books and my books be read by other people started when I was in kindergarten. So to finally be given this lifelong dream in my hands and basically feel like, oh my God, everything I've ever wanted is now here for me. And I get to 
um, experience it and go head first into all of it to then have it all completely stripped away from you is just one of the most like gut-wrenching things that you could go through um, in your career. I'm not saying like it wasn't something that happened to me personally, but in your career to work so hard for a title or something to to then just get it all taken away from you is just so upsetting. Um, Really feels soul crushing. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you... And if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple. It is straightforward. And I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies. I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I wanna give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps, okay? So uppercase letters, Thinking Like a Boss podcast. All you have to do to find the link to go and purchase this course is head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses. keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get $100 off with the code Thinking Like a Boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait. Go get started now. This is my signature course, has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. So I share all of that part of my story in the first chapter or the intro chapter, I should say. What I want to say to you is because of that pain and because of that disappointment and uncertainty and everything I was going through, um, it really helped put me back into a place of alignment and help me better understand what alignment was for me. And what I realized is I really was, even though I had everything that I wanted, I was so far out of alignment. Um, There was a point where I had felt like I had gotten my life into alignment, you know, when I was writing, thinking like a boss, like everything was sort of in place and feeling really good. And, um, I felt, let's just say, very in control of everything, in control of my business, in control of um, having another baby who is then Charlie, in control of 
selling our house, purchasing a new one, completely renovating a new home, like in control of the book deals I had gotten. I felt just very in control of everything. And it felt great. Like I had a great team working for me. Everything was just sort of planned out and comfortable. And then everything was shaken up and I realized, wow, I've somehow completely grown out of alignment. But writing this book and living through the pandemic really helped me recreate what alignment meant for me. And I want to just like read this little piece here from the book. And I say, as I write this, and as you can probably hear right now, there is just chaos in the background. If you listened to my last episode last week, you'll get an update on sort of what life has been like. Um, It's just very chaotic. Every time I go to record a podcast, I tell myself, I think this is the week I'm just going to quit it. I'm just going to stop and I'm going to just pause it indefinitely. And then something says, no, Kate, just go. Like, just record it. Just do it imperfectly. Do what you can. And that's just sort of how life has been. It's been really hard. And something actually I realized the other day is that life is always hard, right? There's never like a time in life where it just feels really easy. And yes, there will be ease. Um, And I do talk about that in the book, ease versus easy. Like I mentioned that season of like before Charlie arriving and like um, having the book deal, like all that stuff. It, it was, it was hard, but it also had like, I don't know, it had sort of an ease to it, but yeah, it's, it's hard when we compare our current seasons with our past seasons too, because we sometimes will say, oh, maybe that's, maybe I'm just always saying my life is hard, but, um, I do think here's, here's the other part of this is that if you're an entrepreneur or if you are the type of person who goes against the grain and against the narrative in life, life is just going to feel harder for you. And I had this conversation with a friend the other day because she homeschools her kids and she was just talking about it. And like, I said to her, I said, you've been doing this for a really long time now. And you have to remember, like you have created, like, yes, you have, you are able to choose and um, offer this wonderful education to your children that you get to teach them and be the first to tell them about everything in life. However, you have not chosen the easy path, right? You could easily just send your kids off to public school every day. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. But you could easily do that and be a stay-at-home mom and um, have all that free time for yourself every day. But you have decided to take the hard route. And I want to applaud you for doing that because it could be really easy to go the other way. And again, I'm not saying that any way is right or wrong, but there are choices in life. So I have friends um, who have made like medical choices with their kids and their kids can't physically, they are not allowed to go to public school um, because they have not gotten either certain childhood vaccines or all the childhood vaccines. Um, And again, that was something that they believed in and that they felt very strongly about. And 
life could be really easy for them because they could have decided to just get those shots for their kids and they could have easily just sent their kids to public school. But they have decided to make a sacrifice because of something that they believe in. And um, I just commend that so much. I think that we all have a choice, right? And we all can, life can feel hard and complicated at times and especially hard and complicated when you are making decisions and choices that go against the grain. So that was one example. And we just have to, you know, remind ourselves of that. And right now life feels really hard because we are also making a choice to, we are making multiple choices. Like we could take the easy route, right? We could put Charlie on all these meds that, um, instantly clear up her skin and she has no suffering and I could just keep my business going and I could just work my business. We keep them at school and they don't stay home with us, but those, we are, I feel so much more in alignment, making the harder choices and harder decisions than going the quote unquote easy route. Um, because I always look at the long term, and um, where I was getting at with that is, as entrepreneurs, we often make just make things harder for ourselves, right? We could again choose to go and get a nine to five, um, and to have work that is just delegated to us all day long, but we choose to have an unsteady paycheck and uncertainty, and you know when you're sick, you don't get paid. When you go on maternity, you don't get paid. Oh, I smell, I made cinnamon bread before. Hopefully they remember to take that out of the oven. I'm like, what's that delicious smell? And also I am starting to get my smell back and my food is no longer tasting like garbage. It was a side effect that came out. It was the strangest thing. We had COVID in September and sorry, this is so total side tangent. COVID in September lost sense of taste and smell, but then I got it back like two weeks after. So I had it back in October, had normal taste and smell October, November, and then like early December, like it started to just like slowly go away. And then everything started to taste like hot garbage. It was disgusting. Like everything I eat tastes gross. Um, And then I couldn't really smell at all. It was the weirdest thing. But recently, so now we're in March, it's um, slowly been coming back. I'm like, oh, things taste good and don't always taste bad. Some things that have very strong pungent taste like onions or garlic still don't taste the same to me. Um, I can finally semi-smell the baby's diapers. But yeah, it's very bizarre. Something so bizarre about the virus. It's just very unnatural. I'm not sure what. There's just was the whole experience, which is very unnatural. Um, but anyways, that is another episode. <laughs> so I wanted to share with you a little piece of um, this paragraph from, this is an excerpt from page 22. As I write this, my life is far from perfect. There are loads of uncertainty with our economy and the future of the businesses we're juggling. Friends around us are dealing with health issues. There's political and social unrest. I'm in complete denial that we're welcoming another human into the world and we'll have three babies four and under. 
Yet I'm more confident than ever that God is good and my God is in control. I know there is possibility that everything can come crashing down around me at any time, yet I have an inner peace that God is always working things out for the good of those who love him. Just to share with you, so my definition of alignment is really when things in your life feel like they are crashing down and they are so uncertain yet you have a faith in God that is unshakable and you have a peace of mind knowing that he is working all things together for their good. And you may not understand it right now. And I talked about this a little bit last week, but there is a reason you are going through what you're going through. So that's when, when I realized that I started realizing, wow, okay, life doesn't have to be perfect to be living my life in alignment. Life could be really messy, but alignment is when I have this complete peace that everything's okay. And that's what I have. Like life is so messy right now. Oh my God. Like just to give an example, it was a disaster this morning. The baby ended up like getting something again in his mouth, a little crumb or sticker. I don't know what it was. And he's like gagging on it. And then all of a sudden bananas come shooting out of his mouth. It's like all over my feet. It's disgusting. I grab the bowl that I had put down to like help him out when that happened. And I start mixing it after we've cleaned him up now. And it's, I'm making him pancakes. And I have breast milk that I had just pumped that were in the oat pancakes for him. And somehow, I don't know, the bowl, bowl slipped out of my hand. It was a little plastic bowl. And it completely, I dumped the whole thing on his head on the floor. He had breast milk, pancakes, covering his face, his head, everything. And um, the reason why I was going so fast is because he was hungry. You know, he's trying new foods and I'm like wanting to give him the best foods I can to hopefully not have food allergies. So then I have to go give him a bath now because it wasn't like the bananas. Like now this is um, like all in his hair, like literally in his eyeballs. He's screaming. Um, and I'm like, oh man, all of that breast milk that I had just pumped, all of the pancakes that I had just about been ready to make, all gone. So even though life is crazy chaotic, Annabelle's flushing the toilet right behind me right now. It's beautiful because I have a sense of peace that God is working it all together for our good. So... You want to say hello? Okay. Hello. What do you want to say? I love you. <laughs> okay. You're such a sweetheart. Um, Mommy. Maybe can you just share with us a quick tongue tongue twister? How much wood? How much wood could a woodchuck check wood? Beautiful. Beautiful. These are fun things we do in the car together. Um, so anyways, I'm curious, do you feel like you are living a life of alignment right now? Are things chaotic and out of control? No, but you I want to do that again. Not right now. But you have complete peace? Or are things chaotic and out of control and you are a ball of nervous energy and um, feeling sadness, feeling Oops. overwhelmed? I'm curious, what are you experiencing right now? Um, and if you want to be able to live a life that's 
chaotic because our lives will always be chaotic um, and have that inner peace, then you're definitely going to want to get my book, Mom, Drawing the Line, How to Achieve More Peace and Mom, Less Burnout. Call, yes, less burnout in your life. Again, you can pre-order it can anywhere. Right yes, anywhere that you buy your books, it is available and pretty please um, let me know what you think. Please share it with your friends and family. It's also a great gift to get. Shameless plugs over these next few weeks when I'm going to be sharing my heart about this book. So yeah, I will see you next week. We're going to talk about the next chapter. It's called Never Say Never. And I will talk to you guys then. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.